Well, a neighborhood in the north end of Edmonton is hit hard, to say the very least, after word today that two police officers were shot and killed. This after responding to a call of reported domestic violence at an apartment building. Well, Global News reporter David Bowles has been doing an outstanding job following a very, very difficult story. David, more information has been coming in even as we speak, but... What have we known to this point? Thanks for thanks very much, Bruce. So outside of what Chief Dale McPhee here in Edmonton said earlier, not much. It was two officers uh, were called out to an incident at an apartment building around 114th Ave, 132nd Street here in Edmonton. It's Inglewood area, north central Edmonton. And uh, from what we understand, Travis Jordan is one of the dead 35-year-old Eight and a half years with the Edmonton Police Service. Brett Ryan was 30 years old, five and a half years with the Edmonton Police Service. The call initially came in for service around 12.47 in the morning. Uh, Chief Dale McPhee telling us earlier this morning that a male subject was dead, and that was believed to be from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. A domestic dispute, I guess, is what we would refer to it now as uh, these type of calls. Uh, do you think they had any indication beforehand that the uh, person involved was armed? That hasn't been made clear the, uh, at this time. The only thing Chief McPhee said was it doesn't appear like the officers had the chance to withdraw their weapons, which, I mean, and it's it's obviously a tragedy. I mean, two young officers going in to a domestic dispute call, and, and as Chief McPhee said, it doesn't appear like they even had a chance to withdraw their weapons before um, getting to getting to the matter. This is the thing that surprises me. It's two officers going in, but no more than two. Quite often, domestic calls, they do have a lot of backup. Uh, Do we know if there are other officers on the scene, but just not approaching at this point? Or is it too early to know any of those details? Um, From what we understand, Chief McPhee had mentioned uh, in his press conference this morning that there were officers around who did help transport the the injured officers injured officers to uh, to treatment and and hospital, but uh, unfortunately they they did not make it. So, and there's still quite a big police presence here now. So it leads me to believe that there were other officers, but um, obviously it was the two in in both Officer Jordan and Officer Ryan who who were shot and tragically killed. The two officers, uh, 30-year-old Constable Brett Ryan, 35-year-old Constable Travis Jordan, uh, one apparently was going to be a father, uh, what else do we know about them? Well, the one thing that I found, I think the one thing that's constructive is, is Edmonton's a very community, a very tight-knit community. Everyone here is, seems has a small-town feel for a big city, but everyone really does seem to know everyone. But a little while back, if I can maybe shine a light here on yeah. Officer Jordan, is that there was a story that came out a while back about an Edmonton police officer being called a snow angel. That was, that was Officer Jordan, as there was a woman around town who was a little while back, she thanked a police officer because, you know, she expected to get a ticket for not clearing the snow off her car, but Officer Jordan then came up, just cleaned the snow off her car, and sent her on her way. And she I mean she was so grateful she had to find out who he was, and he ended up gifting her with a snow brush a little later. But that's that just kind of highlights the kind of I think that highlights what Officer Jordan was about. That story there and the work that he was involved in, and what and his his motivation for maybe even joining the force. What a tragic turn uh, for a story like that. How is the reaction right now? You're seeing that you've come in contact with uh, many other members of the force. Uh, are they able to get counseling? Do they need counseling? I've spoken with about three or four police officers thus far, and they're not saying much right now, but 
I think the little interactions between them and the public does highlight what's going on. There was a lady passing by just as I was getting to the scene. She was quite emotional, obviously. It was, you know, she's lived in this community for years, she told me. And I just heard her say, thank you for everything you, that you do. My condolences. And, and you could see it's the little things. I just caught a glimpse of the officer's face and a little, a little smile did cross it. It just shows that, you know, this is a tragic time, obviously, for Edmonton and the Edmonton Police Service. But it's the little things that right now that make that, like that simple little thank you helping them through this incredibly difficult time. David, where do we go from here in terms of the community coming together to remember the officers? It's a tough one. So for context, Bruce, like a, um, I used to live in this area for, for about a year and a half when I first came to Edmonton. Yeah. And it's a very family-oriented community. Lots of schools, heart and buildings, very multicultural. Everyone I knew, everyone I came across and lived here always had a smile out on their face, you know, the dog walking. General, just generally nice. But one of the, I was talking with one lady earlier, and she just said it, it stunned her because she wouldn't have counted on this community. But the one thing she did mention to me is she just hopes that right now people can just come together and, and give their best for the police and, and keep working harder to make make Edmonton better because it's an absolute tragedy that no one would have ever foreseen coming. Two, two, two young police officers responding to a call early on Thursday morning and losing their life. David, you have a job to do, but uh, you're also a member of the community. How are you holding up? Good question, Bruce. Um, it's a bit weird. Like, as a reporter, having an integrity to do my job as a journalist, I want to make sure people's stories are told. But I mean, I've lived in Edmonton for four years, and as mentioned, I lived here for a year and a half. It's in in Inglewood for a year and a half. It's a weird feeling right now because. I'm kind of battling that feeling of feeling just heartbroken for our city, our, our Edmonton Police Service, and our community. But I want to make sure that the, these people and their lives and their work is honored properly. And it's a it's an inter, it's it's a tough balance to strike. But I need I have a job to do, and I just it's just what I got to do.